Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales, Book 1, Chapter 12, Fourth Meditation on Sin, Part 1, Preparation. First, place yourself in the presence of God. Second, ask him to inspire your heart. Considerations, part two. First, consider how long it is since you first began to commit sin, and how since that first beginning, sin has multiplied in your heart, how every day has added to the number of your sins against God, against yourself, and against your neighbor, by deed, word, thought, and desire. Second, consider your evil tendencies, how far you have followed them. These two points will show you that your sins are more in number than the hairs of your head or the sand on the seashore. Third, apart from sin, consider your ingratitude towards God, which is in itself a sin enfolding all the others and adding to their enormity. Consider the gifts which God has given you and which you have turned against the giver, especially the inspirations you have neglected and the promptings to good which you have frustrated. Review the many sacraments you have received and see where are their fruits. Where are the precious jewels wherewith your heavenly bridegroom decked you? With what preparation have you received them? Reflect upon the ingratitude with which, while God sought to save you, you have fled from him and rushed upon destruction. Part three, affections and resolutions. Humble yourself in your wretchedness. Oh my God, how dare I come before thine eyes? I am but a corrupt being, a very sink of ingratitude and wickedness. Can it be that I have been so disloyal, that not one sense, not one faculty, but has been sullied and stained? Not one day has passed, but I have sinned before thee. Was this a fitting return for all my creator's gifts, for my redeemer's blood? Second, ask pardon. Throw yourself at the Lord's feet as the prodigal son, as the Magdalene, as the woman convicted of adultery. Have mercy, Lord, on me, a sinner. O living fountain of mercy, have pity on me, unworthy as I am. Third, resolve to do better, Lord. With the help of thy grace, I will never again give myself up to sin. I have loved it too well. Henceforth, I would abhor it and cleave to thee. Father of mercy, I would live and die to thee. Fourth, in order to put away past sin, accuse yourself bravely of it. Let there not be one sinful act which you do not bring to light. Resolve to make every effort to tear up the roots of sin from your heart especially this and that individual sin, which troubles you most. Sixth, in order to do this, resolve steadfastly to follow the advice given you, and never think that you have done enough to atone for your past sin. For conclusion, first, thank God for having waited till now for you and for rousing these good intentions in your heart. Second, offer him all your heart to carry them to good effect. Third, 
pray that he would strengthen you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Over this day be at our side, light and guard to rule in God. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, of mercies. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, fire of joy, vessel of the Holy Ghost. Pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Here we are in the fourth meditation. And we should really think about the order of these meditations. First, there was the meditation on creation. Then there was the meditation on the end for which we were created. And then third, there was the meditation on God's gifts to us. And then now we come to the meditation on sin. Does Francis de Sales put sin first and foremost? No. He puts creation. He puts God. He puts the purpose for which we are created. He puts the gifts that we have been given. So sin is only considered in light of what God has done in creating us, the purpose for which we are created, and the gifts we have received. In other words, our refusal to love, that is sin, our refusal to obey, that is sin, is best understood in light of what God has given us, the end to which we are called, and God himself who has created us. Okay, what kind of considerations does he put before us in, in order to make real to ourselves what sin is? Well, first he wants us to think of time. He wants us to think of quantity. He wants us to try to think of all the sins we've done. Again, he's preparing us for a general confession. The bringing before our whole life to God. Second, he wants us to consider the evil tendencies. In other words, the more we know ourselves, the more we realize that in our hearts, even if we didn't commit certain sins, we have a tendency towards them. And except for God's grace, we would have committed them. Vast numbers of And then there is the ingratitude. There's all the things that God has given us and still we sin. See, this adds to the complexity of our sins. It's not just that we sin for a long time. It's not just that we've added to the great number of sins. It's not just that we have a lot of evil tendencies, that we have a, a great capacity for all kinds of sins. It's that God has actually been helping us we haven't responded. And St. Francis is, wants us to consider that. Instead of following him, we've run from him. Now, what kind of affections does that bring forward? Well, it should bring forward humility, submitting ourselves to God, accepting, embracing, not just knowing, but embracing our wretchedness, our wickedness, 
this really is who I am left to myself. Secondly, having accepted that, we have to ask pardon. Again, it's not the same thing as knowing our sins. Asking pardon is something more. Turning to the fountain of mercy. But we can't ask pardon unless we really resolve to do better. Of course, we're not, if we're not resolved to do better, are we truly sorry for what we've done? No. And then we have to be completely resolved to bring our whole life to God. Truthfulness. Frankness, honesty. There's no place for hiding. God knows everything already. When we come to confession, when we present ourselves before the Lord, it's not pretend. But the roots are deep. Yes, so that's why we have to resolve to get at the roots. We have to really understand what the sort of fundamental tendencies. The fundamental source of our sins is we want to get at that. But how are we going to do that? We need advice. We're bad judges in our own case. And so we really need to resolve to follow the advice of someone else. Spiritual father. Do you see how in this chapter he's ramping up the resolutions? In the second part of the meditation, or the third part, affections and resolutions. Affections, humbling ourselves, asking pardon, and then the resolutions. Do better. Accuse myself bravely of everything. Don't hold anything back. Get at the roots. Do what other people tell us. And finally, we conclude again, same conclusion. Thank you. Why? Because if we've had a new insight, if we've been given a new grace, God has waited till this time. Why does he wait for us? Because he loves us. So therefore, we want to offer him everything at the end of our prayer. We want to pray that he will strengthen us. For unless he strengthens us, we won't carry out what he has inspired us to do. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.